0: Hello, good morning, afternoon, evening, and welcome to Your Dream Gym, a podcast on The Collective. My name is Guy Griffiths, and I help our guests to build their dream gym, a club without any of the physical or financial limits of the real world, but we also get into their fitness background and the kind of workouts and exercises that they love. Your Dream Gym is part of The Collective, a network of fitness industry professionals whose purpose is to help the industry to share, collaborate and grow. As well as podcasts, we host lots of online content on LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube, Ask the Expert sessions, roundtable discussions and other podcasts coming soon. So please help us to share, collaborate and grow by sharing this with your friends and colleagues and join the conversation online with a hashtag, your dream gym. I'll pop back after this week's guest with some collective news and details of next week's guest. In a moment, you'll hear a quick word from one of our supporting partners this week, and then we'll get straight into the dream gym of Jess Lever from Pro Insight. PerformX is the only event for anyone serious about the fast-evolving worlds of fitness, well-being and performance. Taking place on the 17th and 18th of March 2023 at London's prestigious tobacco dock, it's the ultimate experience for PTs, fitness and well-being enthusiasts and professionals. Endorsed by the industry's greatest minds, it is where world-class content meets cutting-edge innovation and experiences. Arrive hungry, leave empowered, and together we'll build an industry that's fit for a bold new age. Book today at performxlive.com and use the code YOURDREAMGYM in all capitals, for a discount on your tickets. I look forward to seeing you live at Performex on the 17th and 18th of March. On this episode of Your Dream Gym, I'm pleased to be joined by Jessica Lever from Pro Insight. She worked for Soca Leisure. As an instructor back in Northampton. All the best people are from Northampton. What have we got? Princess Diana, Princess of Wales, Tim Minchin, Graham Swan, Alan Carr, and Guy Griffith, of course, as well. So, yeah, a, a great grounding from Northampton and worked as an instructor and fitness manager at Circo for five years, then legacy leisure, I think at the same leisure centre. So, a, a, a move within different organisations. She then spent a couple of years out of the industry at Fossil Group at Red Five People Recruitment, broadening her skills before getting ready to return with Pro Insight Mystery Shopping, who um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Pro Insight, but they have a big focus on the fitness industry, but also work with jewellers and car dealerships and sushi bars and coffee shops. So I'm really interested to hear how all that experience helps to build Jess's dream gym. Welcome to the podcast, Jess.
1: Thanks, Guy. No, it's great to be here and obviously have this discussion today. So yeah, quite excited.
0: Cool. So before we jump into the kind of all the exercise and stuff, you've been back in the fitness industry for six months or so now. We we caught up at Elevate in 2022. How are you finding it being on the supplier side now, working with clubs?
1: Yeah, do you know what? It's really interesting being on the flip side. And I think because of working in the fitness industry and having being mystery shopped especially myself Mm -hmm. right back to the days of when i was working on reception and you know you're judging oh is this mystery shopper coming through the doors so it's it's really strange being this side but you can you can definitely see the benefits of it and i'm actually really enjoying it and it's a different obviously vibe from being obviously on the gym floor but mm. it's still that main interaction that I've really, really missed in terms of working with the fitness industry, really. Obviously, it's great because I get to work with so many different sectors, not mm. just the health and fitness, but predominantly, obviously, health and fitness will always be the key to my heart. So, yeah, it's great to be back involved.
0: Yeah, cool. I was I was chatting to a client about that just this week, actually, that kind of oh, is this a mystery shopper coming in? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, You know, all sorts of different places. I think Pratt's always a good example that I know some of your colleagues at Pro Insight often use and the, the reason their service is so good, not because they're worried that they're going to get caught out, but they just, you know, if you're assuming everyone could be a mystery shopper, you're just trying to excel all the time, right?
1: yeah absolutely but then again it's not a bad thing if you're trying to excel all the time because that's that's where sure. everyone wants to get you to be <laughs> you want to be yeah, delivering yeah. that service consistently so it's a case of actually it's it's not really a bad thing that you are excelling
0: yeah well you're, you're always trying and it is that and i know you guys preach this a lot it's the mm. it's the, the carrot rather than the stick you know you're not trying yeah. to catch people out you're trying to show great service and great examples that can help absolutely. everyone improve right so
1: yeah definitely
0: yeah Cool, but anyway, in terms of your dream gym, before we get on to actually designing your gym and you know what, what you'd have in your fantasy club, we would like to talk about what you know. Why do you exercise? What's the kind of what what, what is it that keeps Jess active? If you like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think a lot of people from when I've been listening to, to your podcast, Scott, I think a lot of people say the main one is is mental health. And oh, I think yeah. without being able to train, it's a routine that's lost for me. Um, mm. And I'm very much I have to have a routine. as uh, so if I don't have that routine, it's kind of what do I do? So for me, it's consistency, it's routine, it's my mental health, my health in general. Uh, mm. About three years ago, I had back surgery. Okay. So I had a decompression done on my lumbar spine. So it was on my L4, L5. And I've had to really keep it up to be kind of bringing myself back from that injury and mm. from that operation to prevent further injuries. So it's it's been a whole mobility difference, rehabilitation. So apart from obviously just the general aspects, it's for me, I have to physically keep doing it as well. So I maintain that strength and keep myself going really.
0: Mm, yeah and I, so was there a lot of physio with that as well did that did that build in a part of your routine
1: yeah. So at the start I did have physio, I think because I'd done a lot of obviously been in the fitness industry. I'd also done bikini fitness competitions okay. prior to that. So because I was already quite active, they were quite confident to to let me go to my own devices sort of yeah. probably about four weeks after physio, which I, I was really pleased with. And then following this, obviously we fell into lockdown not long after. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually decided to take my yoga course during lockdown because Obviously, I was on furlough, like most people were, and I didn't just yeah. want to sit at home and do nothing with my time because I get very itchy feet. I have to keep going, doing something. So yeah. I decided to do my yoga course. And that, in my head, was also something to to help with my rehabilitation and learn new things for myself to go, okay, well, what can I do for myself to incorporate kind of different things and even be able to deliver to individuals if they ever wanted any advice and things. Mm. And during that course, we did cover different physio aspects obviously very very basic because it's not a whole physiotherapy course and of course I'm not qualified in that in that section but it was really interesting to do to Mm. to help kind of as I say my my rehabilitation over the years
0: yeah personal interest as well as you say because before that I mean you were you were an instructor you were doing Les Mills, and you were doing all all that kind of stuff and as you say bikini is it bikini model athlete what was the
1: yeah, just sort of bikini fitness competition. So you're class as sort of bikini athlete, I guess. Um, uh-huh. So I did that sort of for, I think it was across three years. I did that okay. for. Um, mm-hmm. So I probably did a total of five competitions. So that was very, very intense. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a completely different ball game, and it's I, I really enjoyed that. And I think that's where because I was so consistent with that, doing it every single day, and it becomes that is your life that is your lifestyle Mm. at that point and you can't go off track from that because you know your end result is to get on that stage so i think following obviously from my competitions that routine i consistently had built has always stuck with me ever since i've left Mm. because it was so regimented into my life that oh if i don't train it was just kind of the be and endure. Obviously, I've learned since then. I've really had to kind of teach myself of it's okay to have a day off, and then it's okay not not to to kind of be at that that sort of stage, lean ready, because it's such a different ball game. But I've I absolutely I loved it. I really, really did enjoy that. So yeah, yeah, many different aspects. Really, what I've covered.
0: <laughs> yeah, cool. And that, I mean, I guess I, I, that, did that fit in with running classes i mean obviously if, if you're if you are running a, a bunch of classes a day that's helping with your training and then you're doing some specific stuff as well but was that, was that all at the same time
1: yeah so i was currently still at the leisure center at the time so i would be teaching i did have to cut some of my classes towards the end of sort of my competing competing time i'd say because yeah. it, it was a lot i was training i was trying to get up start training in the morning from sort of six in the morning then sometimes I'd be training in the evening if not I'd be teaching back-to-back classes as Mm -hmm. well and then starting work then at six in the morning next day if I was on an early shift or sometimes I'd I'd go to eight so you'd have a bit more flexibility so it was just trying to manage that time but I think because I was working in a gym and training at the same gym I was there literally seven days a week (laughs) so it, it was very consuming but it was for me it was a very I would say enjoyable process. I'd be lying if I said the whole thing was enjoyable mm-hmm. because it it's completely has its ups and downs. And and I'm sure if, if anybody listens to this that might have been through it as well, there's always going to be positives and negatives to, to, sure. the, to the bodybuilding industry. But for me, I did it as a challenge to myself to say that I've done it and mm-hmm. I wanted to see I guess I saw a couple of my friends do it and I was like I could do that I've I've never done a a sort of a a hardcore challenge and I want to see how far I could go and just see my body change and actually during that journey my mum did it as well at 57 and that was just absolutely incredible to see her do it as well and get up on that stage it was just it was amazing because it just shows no matter what age you are you can literally do anything you put your mind to
0: absolutely Oh, what a, yeah! What a great story, and doing yeah, doing that with your mum as well. It must have been, you yeah. say really, really proud, but just a, you know, really nice a, a team thing to do together.
1: Yeah, it was, and we did a lot. We did do a lot of training together. Like my mum has been literally my my number one support throughout pretty much everything. Yeah. she would always come to my classes. She'd be right at the front every time I was training, learning new tracks from those mills. It'd be mum can can you come and be you know my my test buddy <laughs> yeah. so she would constantly be getting her fitness in she would always be there and she was well known at the leisure centre as well of always being sort of a little sidekick so yeah
0: <laughs> excellent awesome but going on as you say that or you said at the top you know it's about mental health as well it's about taking or you realize now that seven days a week at the leisure centre is is not as yeah. it might be physically healthy but mentally healthy yeah, it's good to have a break as well so it's, absolutely you've you've, you've, you've you've transitioned a bit more into that I guess
1: yeah yeah um, it's just I think you look at it and think it's when you're doing it for a competition there's there's oh. a whole reason behind it for why you do it but to to the general person especially with like social media nowadays is a case of you don't have to do that it's it's not sustainable it mm-hmm. isn't healthy to do it every single day you need to have a break and it's a case of if you miss a day at the gym, don't worry, it's absolutely fine. There's tomorrow, mm-hmm. there's the next day, there's, there's always different days. And at the end of the day, if you're not doing the competition, like for me, I've now got an everyday lifestyle, and you've got work, you've got other commitments in the way, and you want to go out and enjoy yourself at the same time. So it's a case of it, it doesn't matter you've you've got mm. a life to live you want to enjoy yeah. it <laughs> so now's the time to to actually do that enjoy those things and if you want to do competitions great if you don't want to do them that's absolutely fine it's, it's kind of finding that happy medium of what suits you and your lifestyle
0: yeah yeah cool but 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 being active is still so yes rest days are important but being yeah. active is also that's part of your kind of physical health and mental mm-hmm. health as well so what's, what's, yeah you know, what what workouts do you enjoy at the moment? What's, yeah, you know, what's an average active week, if there is such a thing as an average?
1: Yeah, so for me now, I, I, I like to get at least three to four days a week still training. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did stick to sort of the, the bodybuilding aspect for quite a while of of those split training days of upper bodies and lower bodies, oh. but recently, I've actually started to do a lot of full body training, I think because of my time has been a bit different. I've, I've thrown it all in together just to, to, to mix it up. And a
0: mm-hmm. lot of the
1: time I, I will incorporate yoga and Pilates in the week as well, which I do yeah. a lot of those from home Just sort of dance based cardio workouts, because most people get pretty bored just doing the same thing on treadmills or or cardio machines particularly me i can do it for so much but uh-huh. I, I like that dance aspect and i think from back teaching shabam with les mills which i absolutely loved mm-hmm. it was that high and that atmosphere so to have that still linked in that's something i really really enjoy so i've started incorporating that in the week as well so cool still obviously got that strength training aspect in there but mm-hmm. a lot different probably to to when I was training like, three four years ago it's a mm. bit more that happy medium for me which I've got now
0: yeah and the so well no the classes first of all you say you're doing those at home is that is that with an online or are you you know yoga you could be doing on yourself oh, sorry by yourself by yourself but yeah, um, yeah, I, so... I, I, I imagine you're probably doing some of these because you're mystery shopping them
1: yeah, so I mean, with the with the classes, obviously, I have taken part in classes that I have mystery shopped. Obviously, some centres, <laughs> I won't yeah. be naming names. Uh, obviously, yeah, so I have done that, particularly when I go into centres, I love to do the spin classes, particularly ones that are choreographed to music, obviously, biased because I've taught RPM. So yeah. anything, I mean, to be honest, anything to, to a good beat, I absolutely love. And I think mm spinning RPM, that is something I talk quite a lot. So that will always be one of my favorites. And I, I think it's that adrenaline rush being on the bike again, yeah. in terms of obviously the yoga and Pilates. So the yoga role, obviously, sometimes just do it sort of free flow myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also use YouTube. I go onto YouTube quite a bit and uh-huh. I've got a couple of favorite people that I follow on there
0: nice. and
1: and just just do mixed ones so if I get up and I know I'll come into the office I might just do a, a minute early morning one just to wake me up and get me started for the day mm-hmm. um and the same with pilates if I've come home late I'll just jump on onto YouTube and and do that in the evenings because I don't generally like training in the evenings to be honest I don't like going to the to the gym when I know it's super super busy the one I particularly go to anyway yeah. so I'm always like do you know what I'm just going to do it in the comfort of my own home. Yep. I can do what I like then.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, do as much or as little as you want, and then yeah, roll into bed or roll onto the sofa afterwards. Because exactly. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, nice. And the strength workouts—is that you know when when you're doing a couple of those a week—is that that's at a local gym, or is it you've got weights at home? What's your
1: Yeah, yeah. So that is at a local gym that I go to. Ideally, like I say, I like to train in the morning. I am Mm. one of those that does get up generally early. I think probably i like to get to the gym nowadays i'd probably say six o'clock in the morning i like to get there for i have done it earlier in the past but i've realized you know what i'm gonna i deserve a lion (laughs) every now and then yeah exactly so i like to just get up and get it done in the morning and then that way i know by the evening especially after a long day at work you can you can just completely chill out so yeah and i'll probably spend about an hour in the gym Okay. With my strength yeah. workouts, and that's obviously yeah. incorporate stretches into that as well. So yeah,
0: yeah. stretch such, such such over the day, doesn't it? It's nothing better than an early morning workout. It's it it's not as so much. Some people want to get it out of the way. I know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Per- personally, I love a, I love an early workout or an early swim or whatever. It just means yeah, you know, it wakes everything up and means you just yeah, you've you've achieved something before breakfast.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's just a case of that first initial when you wake up and you think do I get out of bed for this do I do I want to but literally, uh-huh. once you're up within sort of five minutes you're like okay I'm proud of myself now I've got out of bed
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah winning winning the day already exactly most people, most people are still asleep yeah <laughs> excellent love it this episode is supported by Johnson Reed Fitness Finance Investing in top class facilities and new technologies helps fitness operators to attract, engage and retain members. But juggling cash flow is a constant challenge for every business, often leading to shelved ideas and missed opportunities. The expert team at Johnson Reed can provide the funding you need for any number of projects. Johnson Reed's Common Sense Lending can help you access that new kit for your gym floor or studio peripherals like AV or systems, or even intangible costs like campaigns or app development. So wherever you are in your business journey, head to johnsonreed.co.uk today and get a quote for that lease, loan or asset. And if you mention the Your Dream Gym podcast on your inquiry, they'll waive the arrangement fee of the deal up to the value of £200. So onto your dream gym then, Jess. What's the yeah, what what what's it like? What's the vibe? What's the atmosphere? What, what kind of kits in there? Yeah. What 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 does it look like?
1: So for me, I think based on the fact of I love my strength training. I obviously love the whole mind-body health aspect. Uh-huh. So I think for me, I'd I'd base it on that. I would base it kind of, I want it to be where somebody can walk in and feel kind of the weight lift off their shoulders as soon as you walk in to the building. And it Mm. be a place of they're coming away going, I feel completely stress-free. Because I think nowadays everything's so hustle and a bustle. It's people want to have that sense of relief, especially when it's like, as soon as you've done a workout, you feel great afterwards. And, and this mm. is something I want to build into that. So there would obviously be classes ongoing. So your, your yoga, your Pilates, I'd have meditation classes, strength and conditioning, mobility. And within my studio, what I'd really like to have, depending on the class, is almost you know when you go on holiday and you kind of say if you're you're staying on a beach resort or you might be somewhere that's quite woodlandy it's having sort of a big glass window that you could tailor to depending on the class you're teaching whether you might want to do a projection of a woodland so it looks realistic to set Mm. the scene or a beach so you can actually visualize and and generally think oh do you know what I'm on holiday now I've just been on a retreat if I've done yoga so you you get that sense of well-being and calming aspect yeah I just think it really it's almost like fitting the mood and the scene at the same time yeah Obviously, if it's a bit more high intensity, it would go a bit more by mood lighting. I'd say in terms yep. of if it's a bit more hit based or if it's a bit more strength and condition conditioning. Obviously, you can still go with beach scenery, but it would be a bit more pick of the draw.
0: Yeah, um, sure. if, if you're yeah, if you're you could be meditating in a in a woodland or on a beach or an island or something. But if you if you are there to you know pump some iron, then you know let's let's open up that whole wall and have Venice Beach yeah a yeah, you know, exactly. muscle, muscle beach out there and and you know it's not necessarily other people but that kind of that that kind of view or whatever you want no yeah I love the idea of a yeah
1: uh... exactly I just always I just always think when I'm away on holiday it's just great if you go even if people go for a run on the beach or something like that you just yep. all of a sudden you just feel totally different being in a different atmosphere and mm. it's a case of sometimes I go into a, to a room or a class and you think oh it's just mirrors and not everyone likes looking in mirrors half the time and you're just in four walls, so it's like, why not make it a bit different than yeah. just your standard studios? So that's what I thought would be quite yeah, nice. You think,
0: what's what's the as a boutique hotel chain that have tiny little kind of shoebox rooms, which I I, I quite like actually. And uh, but on there's a TV that uh, no windows, but an enormous TV which yeah, has a, a yeah. live video camera feed from the roof and various other scenes that you can have outside your window. Oh, really? Uh, in, in your sorry it's effectively a window but it's not yeah yeah you're in a you're in a shoebox but that kind of idea in a gym yeah i love it and but and but the way you could change it as well it's not just i mean sure les mills the trip on a massive screen like that with the bikes would be amazing but why don't we also have that for yoga for pilates for meditation yeah. rather than looking out over burger king as we do at my leisure center
1: yeah. <laughs> there you go there you go it gives not a whole feeling atmosphere doesn't it <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's classes, yoga, plateaus meditation, there's the strength and conditioning inside. The, the window sounds amazing. What else, what else is, is there a particular sound, smell, what, what, what else is going on in the club?
1: Yeah. So I think in terms of the actual gym, so I'd obviously have a gym based in there as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think with the gym, this is something again, which I would want to be, focused almost on the time of day that you train so it's a case Mm -hmm. of there's almost different styles of yoga that you can do in the morning to wake up and feel more energized and in the daytime and then first the evening when you want it to calm down obviously a gym you you don't want it to be a bit more you want it to be a little bit more calming but everybody kind of wants to feel upbeat in a gym so again Mm. i'd have quite mood lighting sets to the different times of day obviously What I thought about was there could be headsets as well that people can help themselves to. That, again, I did something a couple of weeks ago, actually, it's almost like a silent disco. And there's different DJs and you flick the switch to the different moods Uh that you're kind of feeling at that time. So I would have different playlists to fit their mood of how they're feeling when they walk into the gym. So if they want to, they can have ours that they can feel actually I'm feeling like I want to listen to this today mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe sort of once or twice a month get actual DJs that come in that hook it up to the headsets. And again, they can flick the switch depending yeah. on what mood they're in. They they can feel that vibe as well for their strength, conditioning, mobility training in the gym, whatever they fancy. They'd also mm-hmm. have PTs on offer as well that would be focused on sort of the not the GP referral type, but people that are there to help with injury prevention uh-huh, but yeah. also clued up particularly for sort of any back injuries shoulder injuries anything like that that somebody wants help with it's a case that mm. they can come in and get those programs to help with the rehabilitation as well yeah. so there's something on off within the gym so obviously there'd be functional training areas so you've got your trx there'd be boxing bags you'd have yeah weights squat racks all the main stuff that you would still see in a normal gym that's accessible for all as well and different obviously clientele literally anybody can attend into mm-hmm. these gyms and and kind yeah. of feel completely relaxed yeah so in terms of obviously the smell i think obviously within the class area again that would suit and fit the mood in terms of maybe different aromatherapy smells if it's yoga okay. or yeah, meditation nice. obviously depending if people have got allergies and things that might be no sense at all just because obviously we don't don't want anything <laughs> going wrong there sure, um sure. so yeah and then i would probably say showers would obviously have yep. accessible as well again i would pop mood lighting into the showers so again whatever you're feeling you can choose different colors you can pick different yep. sounds as well while you're having a shower make yeah. a bit more tranquil while you're finished because I want the whole vibe to be sort of as I say you're walking in and it's almost like a retreat that you're going to in a different yeah. world and dimension that you're probably going to and then you walk out and think wow where have I just been mm. Um, and have different sort of massage on offer as well especially for injuries physio reiki yeah. as well if people wanted it yeah. uh, and then also nutrition factor as well
0: Okay, well, that yes, that was going to be my next question on in terms of a, a a hub or a cafe or so. Yeah, nutrition, and I'm guessing that kind of t- t- ties in with the advice that the PTs or you know other practitioners that are there. Sounds like there's lots of kind of rehab and as you say, the all the Reiki stuff. But yeah, do, do people afterwards? You've had your, you've had your beautiful shower, and you've chosen the music for the shower. Um, reminds me of going down some water slides recently and you know we had to have Harry, we had we had to choose Harry Potter on the water slide but that's just me um in half term with, with my kids i have to add um, <laughs> But, i yeah, yeah i like the idea of you know i've just done a uh i've just done a really nice meditative yoga workout you know i don't want to jump into either the tiger in, in the shower necessarily but if I've been hitting those boxing bags you know maybe, maybe I do want a bit more a, a different kind of mood yeah. music and yeah. hopefully there's some good soundproofing in the showers but hey Anything's possible, right? It's your dream gym.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, this is what I thought little sound sound pod proof. You know, yeah. little little pods for showers that people can go into. Yeah, so.
0: just take take your silent disco headphones off first. I think. I thought yeah, definitely.
1: Do... They'll they'll be left in the gym.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. But yeah, people. So there's nutrition in terms of. Pr- pr- probably proteins, shakes and things like that. Anything else food-wise? Yeah, wise, you I'd say there'll be
1: sort of a little counter. There'll be a seating area, obviously, that people can sit down. There'll be access to, to making your own shakes if you wanted to. But there'd also be sort of a little area which on the on the counter that would sell teas coffees and then obviously different smoothies and things as well if they wanted it and probably little nutritional snacks as well that they could take away especially if in the mornings or evenings that they can have to to take with them but also we'd offer the nutritional advice as well if people wanted it and Mm. i think probably have regular seminars in terms of nutrition obviously about mental health as well Uh, so yeah plenty of different seminars and things that people could go along to for free that uh, would be incorporated probably in the package
0: yeah cool yeah there's a lot of I, I mean it's I, there's a lot of talk that I'm I'm hearing from clubs or even talking to clubs about but I think that education piece you know, we Yeah, we all know that nutrition is just as important if not mm-hmm. more important and yeah some people will shoot me down for that talking about you know, gyms and clubs but yeah exercise but food is, is you know just as important and educating people about that is a way of bringing more people through your club So
1: absolutely. And like you say, I don't think there is I think there is almost so much information out there, especially online. It's Mm. a case of it actually just needs to be stripped down to the basics and just clearly explained to people. So they've got the right tools and accessories to go away with and go, okay, that that's how I can do it, but have the guidance there to be able to support. So I think having that in-person chat of people won't feel obliged to attend but it's probably more open to attend especially if you're kind of saying look it's free just come along just just see what you think and then you can either have assistance with it and and kind of pay for pts alongside with the nutrition but either way you're going to go away with some free advice
0: yeah i mean if if, yes sure take some protein home with you or some Mm. you know some product let's say but actually if you just go home and drink more water and less coffee or wine or whatever it is then you know you you will be healthier as a result of coming to coming to jesse's dream club
1: exactly so, yeah you... just calories in versus calories out nice and simple <laughs>
0: yeah so anything anything else dream what you've got you, you know his, his, your, your magic wand is here you can have anything you want
1: i could go to town on this i think to be honest, I have I have covered quite a lot of it. But I think cool. another part that I'd probably like to have, just to incorporate that whole retreat feel, is obviously the sauna, the steam, and a hydrotherapy pool as well. Nice. Uh, so it can it can go into that complete relaxation feel, and mm. probably alongside that, have a relaxation room. So like I suppose when you go to a spa. You, you go through all the different motions of maybe the hot and cold experience or yeah. into the swimming pool and then you think, you know what, I just want to lie down in the dark for a bit. Maybe mm-hmm. see some nice little star things on the ceiling that's like yeah. a nice projector and just close your eyes and have some nice soothing, soothing sounds if you want to. but Also, you don't have to have the sound or they could just be complete silence. Yeah. So I think it's nice if somebody just maybe finished work, they wanted to come in, just go for a sauna steam and then go, I just need 10 minutes before I go home to the kids.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, it comes back full circle to your, you know, the, the mental health side of a club yeah. and, and having rest days and saying, mm. I mean, if you can get people into your club on a rest day, I mean, this is your dream club. It's not necessarily about having it full. It might just be for you Yeah. Uh, on your, on your rest days. You're just, you're going there for a, a nice lie down with some stars and some music or whatever else. Yeah. Sauna or steam. Um, are you going, are you going Wim Hof? There's a few guests we've had who wanted to jump into, jump into the ice. Is that for you?
1: Do you know what? It's an option. It is an option. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've actually just started having the whole cold shower quickly in the yep. morning. To so, and it actually does work. You <laughs> it it all of a sudden perk up quite well. You do perk up quite quickly because it's yeah. freezing. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that could be an option. To be honest, we could add that in there.
0: <laughs> okay, nice. And is there before we get into quick fire questions? Is there an have you got a, a name in mind for your dream gym? I
1: did think about this, and I think i would probably i'd probably like to call it something like the lotus group or lotus fitness okay yeah. to, to have sort of not just straightforward mind body health but it's, it's sort of incorporating that in a in a different way with the whole lotus flower
0: mm-hmm. yeah nice which yeah it yeah really goes to that the meditation the yoga the you've got the strength and conditioning stuff but that sounds like it is a bit of a a core focus for you for your yeah health.
1: yeah definitely
0: excellent Cool. Okay. So yeah, let's do, we're up for about 30 minutes. Let's do a, a, a few quick fire questions just to round things off. Your, the, the the classic one is your last workout or your last exercise. When was that?
1: That was on, good question, Wednesday morning. That was my last session. Okay. I had a rest day yesterday and obviously today <laughs> because I came into yep. the office. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, my last workout was Wednesday morning and that was a full body session in the gym
0: nice okay and the, the follow-up to that is what, when's your next one
1: next one to be honest i might try and do something tonight nice. otherwise yeah. it will be tomorrow
0: okay so maybe yeah before cocktail it's quite often cocktail fridays with pro insight i know even if you are working from home i know what you guys are like
1: i know i know to be fair we uh, i know it's definitely happening next friday uh celebrate end of month's We a week later now but yeah normally it is a a quick anyone free for a beer anyone free for a drink
0: (laughs) (laughs) cool what about in in terms of a mystery shopping question for you jess what what's what's one of the what's one of the most important questions or most revealing things that that you kind of surprise clubs with or, or you know really makes clubs open their eyes when they get a mystery shop report
1: Oh, that's a tricky one. Do you know what? I think it really depends because obviously every single sector is so different and every mm. single shop is so different as well. Um, I think it's just the case of, of actually seeing their scoring. It's okay. It always can go one way or another, particularly mm. I'd say if you've got someone signing up and it's their first wave we always say to them, always expect your scores not to be as high, because especially if they've never done mystery shopping before. So I think sometimes people will will grit their teeth when it comes to that, because it's always a case of, okay, we kind of expected it, but but not as kind of maybe as low as they'd thought mm. but it's it's a it's a learning curve in the first month it's a case of these things are going to happen because your staff you most people probably haven't told their staff in the first month that they're going to go ahead and you're going to get that real true reflection of how it's running so it's mm. a case of learning curve take it away now implement the changes provide the training And let's see how it goes. But then, from that first initial month, it's a case of month by month comes along, and you go. Now you start to see the progress, and and those scores slowly start to start to creep up, which is a really really fantastic thing to see. And then you can kind of compare and say, remember that day? You know, you looked at it first and went, (gasps) wasn't wasn't what I kind of anticipated. But then further down the line, you're like, you can actually now see how it works.
0: That's right. Yeah. So I mean, there's it's always listen. There's plenty of room for improvement. It's a bit like, don't worry. Don't worry, you will grow into it. Yeah. Uh, from from my experience, I know that it's like look, there is there is lots of room for improvement, but mm. don't try. I mean, we can try and improve everything, but let's focus on two or three, you know, quick wins or yeah. areas that are going to improve your score. Because ultimately, as you say, the score, it's not you don't want to hang everything on the score. You know, the comments, there's a lot of gold dust in there, but the score does ultimately reflect how well your, you know, sales process or, or, you know, member process, whatever else is going. So
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, you and we, always, it. yeah and we always find that, like you say, with the commentary, it's a case of if you actually dive in deep to that commentary, it might be a case of <laughs> the score might reflect lower but there's always a reason sometimes behind it like there might have been short staff that day so somebody else has taken on that role of the main person Mm -hmm. but actually the comment is this person's done really well at that one thing so it's a case of go and praise that person like they've done a really good job even though it wasn't to to the full end of the whole journey how it should be but somebody else has stepped in that place and and stood up to the challenge and and done it really well
0: yeah, that's right. What it wasn't even their job, but but yeah, but they yeah. but they did the job reasonably well. Yeah. So one more in, in, back to your dream gym. What would be a pet hate, or what would get someone banned from your gym?
1: Oh, what would get someone banned?
0: Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily have to have rules, but yeah. What's a, what's what's a, what's a pet hate of people in the gym? You talked a bit about mirrors and things like that, or yeah, or music. Or...
1: Yeah, I think in terms of band-wise. Do you know what? I think it's it's a case of if people are, I guess, disrespecting either other people or the equipment.
0: That's okay, kind of
1: yeah. a pet peeve of me, especially when people, I know obviously for me, like particularly I was going to say mobile phones, but for me, obviously I use it to to track my progress and log in okay. my weights instead of doing the whole pen and paper. So mm-hmm. I know people do that, but it's when you see sort of four or five people hogging around one particular piece of equipment and they're all on their phones. That for me sits really badly. So if I see people doing that quite frequently, then yeah, they've got to go. are <laughs> they're out it's just it's just it's just not respectful to other people
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely so yeah hogging the equipment so equipment abuse or yeah it kind of goes without saying but if yeah if 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 people are being people are being rude then yeah they've got they've got to go yeah
1: absolutely but fingers crossed that that wouldn't happen in my gym
0: (laughs) well i I think i think if it's called lotus fitness or the lotus group i don't think those kind of people would be there anyway no
1: more than likely no
0: (laughs) yeah So listen, it's been great hearing about your dream, James. Jess. Thanks ever so much for joining us. If uh, people want to reach out and connect, what's the best way to get in touch with you?
1: I would just say, drop me a message on LinkedIn. I'm literally on it most days. So uh, yeah, just feel free to message me on LinkedIn and reach out.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time. And yeah, look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Yeah, thanks very much, Guy. Take
0: care. Hey, it's Guy back again with the usual shout outs, thank yous and details of our next guest. Firstly, big thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you share it with your friends and colleagues so that we can spread the word and get more people listening to the podcast. Thanks as well to Jess for telling us all about her dream gym and a little bit more about her time at Pro Insight. I think she's our first bikini athlete Um, and that she did that with her mum is just amazing Um, I love the idea of her studio with its mood lighting and the big glass wall and the display of woodlands and the beach Uh, so a really cool gym and listen if you enjoyed this episode why not take a listen back in the archives to Kate Caulfield perhaps from the Ministry Um, episode two of this series series four or Shelley Dell from The Gym Group, who was on Series 2, Episode 6, I believe. Thanks also to Johnson Reed. Please mention the podcast if you are getting in touch with them because they'll waive your arrangement fee. And if you've not booked your Perform X tickets yet, please do so through the link in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you there. Oh, and another shout-out to Steve Orton from Perform X. Listen to his dream gym from this time last year, Series 1, Episode 2 if you know anyone who would like to get involved in the podcast either as a guest or as a supporter please get in touch reach out on the socials or drop me an email direct to guy at ggfit.com we've got lots more exciting stuff coming up on the collective more live stream roundtables and ask the expert sessions so find those on linkedin on youtube or on facebook we have another new podcast coming out very soon the business of pt with adam daniel And a face-to-face event. Our collective charity, Golf Day, will be on the 25th of April at Royal Ascot Golf Club. And tickets for that will be available very soon. So, again, keep an eye on the socials for more details on that. Next week, I'm really looking forward to talking to Vern Hill from CarryFit about his dream gym. And if you subscribe, then you'll find it in your podcast stream next Tuesday. I'll see you then.